Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to RNGPC. We are a Dungeons & Dragons podcast unlike any other D&D podcast. There's no long, drawn-out campaign here. We're creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. We are all about storytelling and the role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing well. I thought you were going to call people Jellymen there in the beginning when you said... I almost well, did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I liked it. I think, and this is now for our editor. Keep that in. Yeah, now you have to keep that in there for G- referring gentlemen. to it. Three, three syllables is too much for me to handle. It's fine. It's fine at that point. And plus, I mean, you know, whatever. We're not, we're not perfect here. We're not trying to be. We're not trying to convince anyone. <laughs> Enunciation is hard. Got to start doing my <laughs> vocal warm-ups. No. I mean, unless they're the ones from Anchorman. Then it's fine. Is that really an annoying audio? <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure somebody likes it. You know, the world's a strange place. <laughs> just flap, flapping my lips around. <laughs> I don't even think that's an actual vocal warm-up. I think that's just... You gotta loosen your lips, dude. Do you? Yeah. When will you ever need to make that noise? Do you plan on... It's just so that they're warmed up and ready to go. And they move at the appropriate speed and make the appropriate shapes to make the appropriate sounds. You need your lips to be warm to hit the P's and the B's and the M's. What? Trust me, I'm an expert. (laughs) I'm the most professional one here. That's not true. I, I I have no idea what's happening. I don't and see this is where it's like I don't know enough on my end to call you out on bullshit. So it's like sure, fine. Apparently that's important. <laughs> so dude, I saw this thing the other day on Instagram. Because okay. every once in a while when I'm like going through like the explore tab in my Instagram and just seeing what's out there, I'll see like little D and D prompts. Nice. And I saw this one that's like your party approaches this like field that has two rock figures coming out of the ground and they're in the shape of hands and they're covered in moss and it's just like really old and it's kind of like um ritualistic looking the way they're coming out of the ground and in the center if you're willing to sacrifice a hand you get one access to the wish spell oh damn and it's like it's like this arc that apparently you can use to bring in and i thought that was really interesting like well how how do i mean i I, i've seen those two and and i I follow account like that I think they're cool, but like I guess for me, my first question would be: Is how do how do they know that's what they have to do? Right? Like, yeah, just... that's the first thing I thought of too. And I don't know. Maybe they were sent there. Maybe someone told them that there's a place where it's rumored if you're willing to give up something of great importance to yeah. hear, then you get access to the wish spell. And it's like we need that shit because maybe someone died. Or I, I'm not even too familiar yeah. with the wish spell, but I mean, know. the wish the wish spell is essentially broken as fuck. <laughs> That's what I figured. It, I figured if you have to cut off your hand or like a limb, that it's yeah. pretty a pretty powerful spell. The the wish spell is literally you as the character you're playing having a conversation with the DM. You just decide like, okay, here's a thing we want in game. No rules apply to it. Nothing. I mean, there's some rules, and depending on the DM, it like, but wish literally just means you can wish for anything, gotcha, or do anything. And in a classic uh, genie esque way. It's it's a, it's essentially a whatever you want spell to the point where but but also so what I was getting, what I was getting at is the the wish spell has it so it's also like a classic genie type thing where it's like depending on how you end up phrasing it it can fuck you uh, gotcha. <laughs> so yeah. like it, yeah it can be a lot of fun uh, yeah that would be interesting and I guess for me like again as somebody that likes to set up scenarios and shit like that I, I think that would be fun. To kind of leave it vague and let people ex- like explore different ways to try and figure out how to what they need to sacrifice or what yeah. they need to do, or like even just and like 
to your point, yeah, right. Maybe it's like, oh yeah, there's a place here. If you go here, that you can get access to a wish. And it's like, okay, well, what do we have to do? What what is going on? Like, make it so that it's intriguing enough that they know there's there, it's worth staying, and it's not just like, oh, they were going through a field and they came across these two giant sculptures. Like, all right, that's cool. We just walk away. Yeah. Then it's yeah. the DM. You <laughs> you're just like, man, if you guys would have just cut off your hands and done this, like, if I'm a player in that campaign, and then afterwards the DM tells me that, I'd be like, why would we assume that? Why, why, like, give us enough. Give us a little bit of a breadcrumb, and then we'll we'll, we'll play with it. Um, mm-hmm. There was one story. This is this is the last story before we go into okay. building the character this week. I heard a story where somebody, a DM, was running two different campaigns in the same world. So, like, on, t- on Tuesdays he would have a group, and then on Thursdays he would have a group. And so the actions from one would overlap with the actions of another. Okay. And so, like, anything one did, the other one would then... Yeah, and there's a very popular villain and artifacts in the D and D world of Vecna, okay. where it's, there's the eye of Vecna and the hand of Vecna. There are these things that are things of great evil, but give you these access to giant spells. But every time you use them, there's a percentage chance that your soul could get ripped out, and you get like essentially replaced by Vecna the god. Yeah, <laughs> so it's bad. But anyways, so one of the campaigns, uh, one of the, the groups in the campaign was like more evil, another one was good, and. So the evil ones set up rumors in the city that the head of Vecna was in this like subterranean place, and they left a head in this area. And so the good campaign comes and finds it, and okay. somebody's like, well, we need to figure out how this works, and what we know about all the other things is you need to replace your body part with the body part from Vecna in order to like suss this thing out. Yeah, like Joe Mangello did. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And... So they start cutting off members' heads of the party, <laughs> and it was a complete just, like, fake. It was just this one group wanted to spread these rumors and do this just to mess with the other group, and so they, they beheaded the lawful paladin, because oh he's like, no, God. I'll be the one that could take it out the best. It's <laughs> so, like, yeah. I'm surprised uh, the DM let it spin out of control like that. If you're the DM, you're just like, I don't know. They're going each other. New story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So Dungeons and Dragons—it's a—it's a crazy, crazy, crazy world. Anything can happen, <laughs> for real. Yeah, it's not an expression that we no. that this game takes lightly. <laughs> so, what did you bring to the table today? Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, in classic me fashion, I wanted to try and do things we haven't done yet. Okay. Um. So I decided. I think we had talked a little bit last week about items. Because, right, because the, the, the human rogue that we had built named Sir, we were talking about like a pop-up uh, yes, casino yeah. type thing. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. I like this idea that that becomes like his goal he's trying to find. I think when I was actually doing some research, it's called like an in- instant fortress or instant something that you can just throw down and a thing pops up. Pops and you can, up. Yeah. <clears throat> so I thought, I was like, okay, cool. I would like to have an item of some sort that maybe is a little bit more powerful that is either something the character starts with or is a thing they're looking for or just in some way, like, this is part of their story. Okay. So as I was kind of looking, there's, on the internet, there's a bunch of, like, oh, homebrewed items and these things. It's like, I, I didn't want to take one of those because I thought that might be a little broken. Yeah. Uh, ready to start with. So I want, but I wanted something fun. So I found an item that is actually in uh, a D&D book. Uh, I think it's this, it's something with Storm in it. I don't, I don't know. Um, one of the Storm books. There's, like, okay bunch yeah um but it was called the amulet of the drunkard um (laughs) and so with this i don't want to get too into the what it actually does in the gameplay but just kind of taking from it what 
it might mean to this story. Okay. And so essentially with this amulet, is it smells of old, ale-stained wood. Uh, while wearing it, you can regain health, a good amount of health, 4d4 yeah. plus 4 hit points, when you drink a pint of beer, ale, meat, or wine. Once the amulet has been used uh, to restore hit points, you can't use it again to the next day. So that's big. That's like yeah. a, like, essentially you can just buy a beer, and it's like having a greater healing potion, which is a couple hundred gold. So like, that's a big deal. So Yeah, for sure. 44, I, that's all potential for... Yeah, I mean, math. essentially makes you... Was feel 20 HP? Uh, 44 at the most, yes, most would be 20 HP. But again, to me, what that kind of means is either if this person has this already, they know, and they know this works, they really rely on alcohol. (laughs) They, 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 they keep alcohol around, but in a way of not like trying to necessarily get drunk, but heal, heal themselves. Yeah. It's a different Um, kind of dependency. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so it's like, okay, so that's, that's interesting if they already have it. If, if, or if it's maybe something that they've heard of or want to seek out, it could be like, okay, so why do they want to seek out this thing, like this amulet or this power about essentially being able to heal yourself through alcohol? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I thought is, while this could be really uh, broken in a way of like, oh man, you can just heal yourself so quickly, it's also not, it's situational. Because you then have to make a point as a character to keep buying beer, yes. buying alcohol. So that becomes a role-playing thing for you. Where it's like, oh, I'm going, someone's like, I'm going to buy uh, healing potions. So like, oh, I'm going to go buy a pint. It's like, what? what? Like, <laughs> and so like, it becomes a reoccurring thing, and I think that could be fun to play with. Yeah, that can be fun. Um, and then from there, I also wanted to go into some other things we haven't done yet. And so um, I decided I wanted to bring in a, a, a race that we... I don't know. It's normal-ish. It's a dwarf, but it's of Durgar okay. uh, clarification, which is usually uh, uh, a monster or a villain or like a, a NPC that you can fight against. They're essentially underground dwarves that are from uh, the Underdark. And yeah, this artwork artwork looks sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're they're very pale skinned. They have very white hair. The, essentially, the story is way back when um, they. Uh, got tricked underground by mind flayers or illithids and were for thousands of years uh, used as slaves to them because they would control their minds and do all this. They eventually rose up, broke free, but then weren't welcomed back up above ground by the other dwarves. So that led to a rift between them. So they don't like each other usually. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're seen more as evil because like they now have a vendetta against anyone above ground because they don't, weren't allowed back up there but also unhappy (laughs) yes and so they're they're usually evil um and so with that i also thought okay cool then i want to try and now make a lawful evil character so that was another thing i wanted to bring in as an alignment is lawful evil which i think is interesting because it it means you have you have certain things like you have a code you have an honor you have you have certain things like even like in the book what it says is uh creatures methodically take what they want within the limits of a code usually tradition loyalty or order um these are usually things along the lines of devils or blue dragons or or hobgoblins or something like that where it's like oh okay within a somewhat of a structure we build this structure to benefit myself personally so it's like it's like hitmen that won't kill kids kind of yeah 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 Yeah, like where it's like you have a code you have an order uh, or you have something that you won't you very specifically won't do um and, yeah, so that's where I was like, okay, cool, That's that makes sense within, like, a Durgar wanting to be 
have some law to them and some structure. Um, but it's all to benefit themselves. It's all okay. to, yeah, greater take that. And so then <laughs> the background I thought that would fit with having an item is a, is one called inheritor, okay. which essentially just means you were left something that in itself uh, spurred you to go and change your life and, and rearrange everything. And now like you are doing something completely different than like what your meager beginnings originally had set for you. Um, okay. And yeah, so that's why I figured, okay, this item could be what was left behind. Um, it, it could be of great value or it could be, Something that maybe they don't know how it works yet, right? If it's left to them, they don't know what's going on with it. True. So, so yeah. So with that, uh, that's the background I decided to go with, and it it gives us a little bit. But as far as like features go, uh, it, it says like the main thing is figuring out what the the object or item is that was left behind. Yeah, um, and how it motivates you. It's definitely going to be the most important yeah, part of that. Yeah. Um. So I think that works with uh the amulet of the drunkard um but i also think what that could mean is it doesn't necessarily mean that they have the amulet right away it could just mean somebody told them hey this thing you have the rights to or you blah blah, blah is out there here's yeah. what it looks like here's what it is go find it go get it like so it could also mean that so they don't necessarily have it right away or the other thing i was thinking is it could mean they are given it but it's not working right mm-hmm. or something's wrong with it they don't know what it does they need to figure it out and, and play around with it so this could be hooks and ways where it's like why was this person given this thing? What do, how do they make it work? How do they unlock it? Blah, blah, blah. Or do they need to go find it? So I think we'll start figuring that out once we start rolling some of the other things. Awesome. Um, and yeah, so then with, with Inheritor, though, it doesn't have uh, like the typical ideals and, or, or, or uh, uh, things to we roll would... on like we have. Yeah. yeah. Th- those, what it does is it says to use the folk hero background to roll on those ones instead. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, there's more under <clears throat> folk hero. Yeah, so I clicked on folk hero and I went through that. And the one thing I wanted to do is since we had decided, okay, we are going for a lawful evil character right off the bat, Yeah. I wanted to take the evil ideal. Just because like I don't want to get good or something when we roll on this randomly. If we're setting, I want this with the alignment to be. I want this to be set from the beginning. Fair. So, so the ideal for folk hero that is evil is called might. It means if I become strong, I can take what I want, what I deserve. Mm. So, I like it. So well, attention there. I like it. Yeah, well, but what it's I also <laughs> check yes. your privilege, Dwolgar. <laughs> but it's also like a sense of confidence, and true, like true. I, uh, I like that, and. And yeah, so that's that's kind of where I was at. There was also there was one other thing I found about uh, lawful evil or just a general chart that I really liked how it had described um, breaking down the different uh, alignments. Oh, here it is. So for lawful evil, like what it does is on this chart where you have lawful good all the way to chaotic evil, it, it has two characteristics that describe each. So like for lawful good, it says honorable but self righteous. Okay. And then for a lawful neutral, it is honorable but ir- irresolute. And then for lawful evil, it's honorable and determined. Okay. So, so that's how I'm going to treat this, right? Is they, they, they are honorable. They have a code. They have honor. But they are – it's like Slytherin yeah, <laughs> to, yeah, true. to an extent where it's like you, you, your main driving force, and especially with that ideal, is to grow your own power and your yeah. own strength. 
So yeah. Anyways, um, the other thing I decided with this is I want this to be a female character. Okay. Um, and I came up with a name already because I know how much you like doing that. So I just sweet did it. Uh, her name is Donavir or Don, yeah Donavir Palestone. I like it. So we have Donavir Palestone, and we're gonna start uh, seeing what other characteristics now are going to come in. <clears throat> sweet. You're and, ready. Yes. So the first thing I'm going to roll on is personality trait. Okay. So the personality trait again we're rolling from folk hero. hero. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, folk hero personality trait is a D8. I'm just gonna roll that, and we're gonna see what I get. I got a two. Oh man. Uh, a two is if someone is in trouble, I am always ready to lend help. Okay, okay. that's interesting. I think that I think that this help from this character is always gonna come with um, baggage. Yes, so, I agree. You know, nothing's that nothing's free. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, and, and I like that. I like that, like, so, and, and I mean, well, once we get to other ones, we can kind of look into why, what does that mean? Why yeah. is that there? Well, what, what happened to them that made that want to be what they do? Um, <clears throat> okay, cool. Now, the next thing is going to be Bond, which is a D6. So I'm rolling a D6. Got a three. Three. Uh, a proud noble once gave me a horrible beating, and I will take my revenge on any bully I encounter. Damn. That, but that plays directly into the, the personality trait already. Yeah. If someone needs help, if someone's being bullied, oh, you better watch the fuck out. Yep. Because Don Nevere is going to kick your ass. Yep, and a new small little person, <laughs> you now owe me something. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, so they go from, like, they won't physically bully, but you, I, you're in my debt. I have yep. helped you. And so, like... Oh, yeah, I like that. He might not know what he wants right now, but he's, you always owe a favor, and he will one day. Yes. She will one day come to collect. Yes, I like that. Um, and then I decided, keeping in trend with ooh, having two uh, of a certain thing. I want to have two bonds, but I don't want this one to be from the the background of uh, of folk hero. Just a more uh, general bond. So uh, I just pulled all of the bonds that are listed in five E. I'm just gonna roll a. D100, essentially. There's only okay. 78. If I roll more than 78, I'll just roll again. Okay. Whatever. Um, that was not the D10. Uh, fuck it, I'll say it's 13. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll say that's the 10, and then that's, yeah. Or let's see, it could either be 13 or 31. So let's see, what's 13? 13. I'm trying to pay off an old debt I owe to a gracious benefactor. Interesting. Or 31, the workshop where I learned my trade is the most important place in the world to me. I like 13 better, I think. Yeah, the benefactor, because it kind of yeah. plays into, like, why they, like, if they owe someone else a debt, it makes sense that they move forward, assuming people owe them. Yep. Things. Yeah, that's um, how they learned that way of life. Yes. Okay. Way of treating people, whatever. Cool. So they owe someone something, and they're constantly trying to make sure they have what they need to pay that off. Um, <clears throat> all right. Now, flaw is, I believe, also a D6. Most of these are D6. Yes, yeah, flaw D6. is a D6. Roll the five. Secretly, I believe that things would be better if I were a tyrant lording over the land. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Sometimes the dice just help. <laughs> yeah, RNG is um, in our favor today. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay, that's all. Dang. Okay, cool. Um, now, since we're just rolling, let's just keep rolling. Uh, and let's do... Uh, keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Is that allowed? <laughs> Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no one, no one's listening to this. No one even knows who Limp Biscuit is. Not anymore. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, so, Brad. <laughs> um, 
Anyways, uh, so let's. I, I want to roll the stats, and then also the last thing we're going to roll on is the class. I want to have a random class this week. Okay. Um, because we haven't done that yet, so I want to. Let's see what we end up getting. Um, but let's roll on uh, the stats, and I think I want to go back to the original way we did this, where we roll four d six and take out the lowest. Lowest. Um, yes, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to start with strength, and here we go. I rolled really well. <clears throat> okay, so I got a four, a four, a five, and a three. Okay. So that's nine plus five is fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen is good. Rather strong, Donovan. All right, dexterity. Lowest, you said? Correct. This is not good. I rolled a one, a one, a two, and a six. Nice. So, so is that nine? It's a nine. Yeah. I like it. Nine for dex. What's next? Uh, next is con. I'll roll that one. This is good again. Uh, a six, a four, a four, and a three. So wow. that's 14 again. Damn. Yep. Intelligence coming right up. This ain't bad. Five, three, two, four. Two, three, four, five. We'll drop that too. Five plus four is nine. Uh, 10, 11, 12. 12. Oof. Okay. Okay. Wisdom. Okay, this is bad. Nice. Uh, I rolled a one. I rolled a one, a two, a three, and a three. So wow. it's an eight for wisdom. Not very wise. Yikes! It's a big yowza. All right, charisma. Let's see how intimidating this chicka can be. Uh. Jesus. <laughs> okay, so did I roll this already? <laughs> a one, a two, a two, and a six. So it's just uh, that's just a ten. It's a ten. Just Normal. straight up. Okay. Average. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And then let's look for Duragar. Do they get anything? Uh, ability score and... Sh- yes, strength goes up by one. So they are really strong. <laughs> okay, cool. So 15 strength. Yes. That's and 115. Got it. Yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. And I believe... Cool. Um, so let's, let's look at these real quick. So the wisdom's really low and dex is really low. That's okay. good. I like that. So essentially... You have a negative to roll to your decks and negative wisdom. So that means, again, not very people smart not v- or very book smart. Um, and with a charisma, that's just kind of average for a Duergard. It means, again, not very flattering. Um, yeah. Which is fine because, I mean, they. Uh, I mean, in this aspect, they wouldn't be flattering creatures anyway. They'd be intimidating creatures. So hopefully uh, the charisma could be better as the campaign goes on because I feel like you're going to be doing a lot of intimidating to get people under your debt, maybe. But. Yes, but I mean, also, intimidation, you could just brute force it at this That's point, true. right? If, if you have a strength of 15, just you're... Just punch him in the face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, all right, cool. So now here's where we want. I want to roll on the class. Okay. So, all right, where's this class thing I had? It's Ugh. in a book. There it is. Found it. <laughs> um Okay, so for this, I believe there are 13, right? We have Artificer, Barbarian, Bard, Cleric, Druid, Fighter, Monk, Paladin, Ranger, Rogue, Sorcerer, Warlock, Wizard. So 13. I'm going to roll a d20, and if I roll anything above a 13, I'm just going to roll again. Okay. 17. Rolling again. 12. So that is Warlock. Okay. Interesting. 
It is. And then I want to figure out what their uh, patron is going to be. One, two, Dude, I really hope it's the evil patron and like this bond that they have isn't good, and that's why he the, she wants to make everyone else in debt to her because she's in debt for her entire life. Ooh, well, I mean, yeah, right? Because let's see, uh, what was the 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 bond again? Uh, I'm trying to pay off an old debt I owe to a gr- gracious benefactor. So whatever that benefactor, it like maybe it saved it could, your life. Yeah, like, listen, you can die right now, or I can bring you back, and I'll give you some powers as well. That. Um, Aldrich's Blast. That's all you're going to do, Warlock player. I hate to break it to you. Wow. I feel like there's some personal stuff coming through here. That... Hey, I don't hate this Aldrich's Blast. It's a great move. It's a great cantrip. <laughs> um, I guess, wait, let me look at these. So, I don't, do I want to roll on them? Because also for Warlock, like, you can just decide. I'm looking at, there's a lot of Unearthed Arcana ones in here. Um, yeah, I'll just roll on it. Cool. Counting, there's, there's 11, so I'm going to roll a d20 again. If we're over 11, that's a 12. Three. Fiend. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so the Warlock, Fiend, uh, that means you're pa- you've made a pact with a Fiend from the lower planes of existence. Uh, a being have. who aims are evil, even if, they sh- even if you strive against those aims, such as being... Such beings desire the corruption and destruction of all things, ultimately including you. Fiends, powerful enough to forge a pact, including demon lords, yeah. such as Demogorgon, uh, Arrakis, ooh, maybe it's Arrakis, the Undying God, uh, Fraz Uber, I'm not, I can't, Fra- Fraz Uberlu. Fraz Uberlu? That does not sound intimidating or scary. It sounds like a nice festival that I would like go to. It sounds like a nice Italian dish. Ooh, yeah, you want some cheese with your frazubaloo? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and Bahamut? No, Bap- Bapamut. Words are hard. These are all made-up words. Uh, Archdevils, <laughs> arch such as... Yeah, these are okay, so just listing all different types of things. Pit fiends and Baylors. So it could be cool, so if there's just this giant fiend, like a pit fiend, that... Yeah. I feel very seen mighty. by this character right now. Yeah. See. Yes. But with 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 Prami, your character, it, it, it's it, 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 we can do it differently. Well, than yeah, it's that. totally going to be different. And and what I'm thinking also is that like, how I'm I'm intrigued now to try and figure out how does the the item fit into this, and where this kind of came from. Um. This power, right? This what when they made this pact with this uh, fiend. Okay. <clears throat> so let's just review again real quick. So we have an item that this character was given, which made them an inheritor, which then in, in, in some ways, shape or form made them change their life. And so we could decide to tie that together to this pact yes. for uh, the fiend. Um, and she's a Durgar, which, and, and this is the one thing I was trying to figure out as well is for Durgar, they're, usually living underground and in the underdark and if they are above ground it's they're they're it's uncommon um but they they i I don't know if i want to necessarily be like oh they're above ground and it's like they're constantly treated as like a black sheep type thing um or if i want it to be like they were underground and then this moment made them want to go and leave because it says also in like the background is uh few gray dwarfs have time for such nonsense as adventuring however Occasionally, an individual with no stomach 
for a life of unceasing toils appears in Duergar society. These okay. rare gray dwarfs often find it expedient to seek out less hostile surroundings before their, fe- their fellows decide they're not uh, pulling their weight. A gray dwarf adventuring are exiles or fugitives who are driven out of their home, cities, and uh, of the such by uh, vicious fu- feuds between rival clans. Okay. So, like, there, there's reason for them to be exiled, but I don't know if I even necessarily want to play into that. It might even just be, I mean, we know what we figured out from rolling is that this person wants to essentially be a ruler. Yeah, so maybe this Druagar just, like, knows that there's greater things to be had than the Dark Underground. Like, why would I want to rule this? Like, yeah. maybe, um, what, what's the intelligence is, like, 12, so she's she's going to be kind of book smart. Maybe a yeah. book fell down a hole, and she read it, and it was like, what? Well, there's, like, and, castles and, and shit up there? Well, so, the one thing I'll say, though, too, is, like, so, when, I, when also looking into this, and re- like, essentially, in the Underdark, they've essentially, they've built sim- similar societies as uh, as above so uh-huh. they, they, they are just as civilized and just as like have wants and all the same things and taverns and libraries and bars and all this stuff it's just it's it's seen a little differently and a little bit more <clears throat> evil usually even in the the critical role campaign because that's what i always reference <laughs> um fine. in it there's a drow civilization which drow essentially is the elf version of Duergar. Yep. they're just dark elves underground okay. um he has a whole part of a, of a of a civilization that is above ground completely and and part of the reason these these creatures duergar and drow live underground is because they have a sensitivity to light so okay. anytime light the sun is on them they have negatives they're made uncomfortable and it's just like it's it's like essentially like bane from batman <laughs> where yeah. it's like oh he was born underground born in this darkness and all of this like type of thing so when he comes above ground the sun is almost uh, is, is bad for him and it makes it hard for so like that's that's why they usually live underground still. But again, in this world, there could be a whole civilization above ground that these people have built. And in, in Matt's campaign and the critical role, what he did is they have strong enough magic that essentially makes it over their capital city. It's always night. Yeah, it's okay. always night. There is no sun. So if that's a way we want to look at going with it, we could. Only, I don't know if, only if this character says, um, I was born in the dark. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. <laughs> I did not see light until I was a man. <laughs> um, but yes, so we don't have to get too like into one specific like background for this. No. Um, but I, I I think maybe what we could do is part of what made her want to leave is her first bond. Right? Is a proud noble once gave me a horrible beating, and I will always take my revenge on any bully I encounter. Yeah. Maybe maybe she was in some way, shape, or form serving for the rulers of this Duergar society. And one of these people that she was serving with just belittled her, beat the shit out of her. Humiliated her in front of everyone. Yeah. And then she was, okay, let's go. I'm just going to keep running with this. She was killed. She dies and is, and, and, and so, or ends up in the hells in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And, and whilst there, one of these fiends, a pit fiend, sees her as, oh, you have some spunk, you have some life to you, you have something that is a little bit, a little bit extra to you. Like you, you have determination, yeah, and grit, and I, I will get, I, I will buy your soul, and you have to return then up there, and I need you to take over. 
I need you to then just spread this and essentially send me more souls, yeah. right? Maybe that's it. Maybe it's anyone she kills goes directly to this pit fiend. And 100 this pit- souls. <laughs> 100 souls. <laughs> Do you fear death? <laughs> and, and yeah, I like that. I, 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 like, I like that, that I, I like that a lot, actually. Um, and so she's sent back essentially to send souls down to this pit fiend. Um, and now I'm just trying to think where the amulet and what, what that kind of <laughs> fits in to all... Or maybe... Okay, okay. So what if it was just she had a, a really... She had a really boring, normal life for a very long time. And then one... Cause the one thing, too, with this amulet that I always thought is, like, maybe it was... Uh, an artifact of some sort that was given to her by a dying relative. Like her mom was passing away or something. Okay. And it was like, Hey, here's the only thing I had of your dad. <laughs> and it is this, it is this thing. I don't know anything else. Like maybe she didn't know her dad or did, or, or vice versa. And it's like, this is all he had left behind. Okay. Go, go see like if this helps you find him or look for him or something, or maybe it's even like she's left the sketch of it or the drawing. And so like, what I'm thinking is, if that happens, and her mother passes away, she's left this sketch of this amulet that is a very rare, like, thing, and so she's trying to find it. It, it, it essentially, I'm, what I'm building towards is, like, she finally now, after this long, boring life of just living in this uh, underground establishment, working her way up for whatever noble uh, she was working for, has purpose. And she's given this thing of, like, hey, you can figure out more about who you are, right? Um by finding your dad, right? We're all drawn to figuring out more about our ancestry and our family or whatever. And so she has no idea what this amulet is, but she wants to find it. Yeah. Then in that same week, when she's all distraught and, you know, as anyone would be losing a parent that they were close to, she fucks up and this noble then just kills her, essentially. Just goes off and is like, just makes this giant... Just beats her to an inch of her life, whatever. Yeah. So that, and sending her to the hells, <laughs> where then she, when she's in the hells, Pit Fiend finds her, and it's it's this drive that she now has this purpose to find this amulet that makes her want to live. That gives her this determination as like yeah. this. This is this, I need to get back. I, I finally have something to do with my life, and I can figure out who I am or with, some part of my ancestry. With her drawing of a key. Yes, <laughs> we're we're essentially just building we're building the, a Pirates of the Caribbean story right now, <laughs> unknowingly. I have yes. a drawing of a key. <laughs> and, but, but like, so that's what gives her this determination. This yes. what makes her want, want to live and go and find. And what's then funny is like, she doesn't know that this, this amulet is an amulet of the drunkard. Yeah, that essentially maybe, maybe what, she thinks it's like way more powerful than it actually is. And it's almost disappointing when she gets it. And she's like, yeah. this is just, this is all it is. <laughs> well, because, and then what, again, what this kind of speaks to is like, who is this person that actually currently has this? This would mean her father, whoever it was. Maybe th- maybe they were an adventurer that came down into the Underdark and were trying to do something in the Underdark. Maybe they're a dwarf, maybe they're a human. Who, we don't know. We don't know what, what they are. But then had an, an encounter, a sexual encounter, with her mother whilst down there and then left. And the only thing the mother remembers is this amulet or or you know, what it looked like. It was very unique and very rare and all, all or maybe it's not very rare. It, it said it's a wondrous item, so it's rarer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. And so now she wants, like, that's all she ever knew of this man. And so maybe that's also, 
what makes her a little different. Maybe there's something that's a little like she's not full Durgar or, or, or something. And so she wants to go and find out who this person is. And so when she finds him, it can be whatever the DM decides. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, it, it could be something where it's like, oh, yeah, he's just a drunk. He was just the drunk of this adventuring group of all these years ago. And, like, he could still be alive. He could have passed on. But, like, this amulet is what she's trying to find as, like, a connection and closure to her dad. Okay. In, in some way. So I think that gives us our motivation, yeah? Are we going to run with that? that well, um... yeah. Yes. And so then what I would say, though, is that's that's one of her driving, like, motivations to go leave and, like, go go find this. But then with the bond and the, the pact she has with this fiend, yes. and even after working for this noble... And for, like I think, what leads to her, her, her lawful part of her lawful evil, is that she wants to build her. Maybe she wants to take over her own Durgar society. Maybe she wants to go out and find this adventuring group, or find someone to come back to her own civilization and take it over herself, right? And yeah. then be be the leader of it. And and then also because the 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 pact with this fiend, essentially, of anyone you kill, it comes back. To me, it, their their soul is then mine inherently from you sending them to me. She realizes, well, if I become a ruler of a city, any execution, any laws, or any things that are done, there we go. There's just one more soul. There's one more thing, and so then the debt she's trying to pay off is a certain number of souls. Ooh, um, dude, I love it. One hundred souls. <laughs> let's see. That's what I'm trying to think. Is it a hundred? Is a hundred enough? Because in a D and D campaign. You could kill a hundred souls so, pretty easily. Yeah, so to keep with my, you know, Davy Jones theme, I'm pretty sure the cost of Jack Sparrow's soul was a thousand. I think Will Turner had to had like twenty four hours or something to bring back a thousand souls. No, for, I think it was a hundred. I think it was a hundred. Uh I think it was a thousand. One thousand what sounds better? I mean let me let me it's one hundred out. One thousand souls. A hundred souls. You know what? I think you're right. Because then Will Turner gets stuck behind on the ship. He's like, only 99 more to go. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, Which, uh, an issue I've always had with that thought process in that movie, because we're here now, um, (laughs) was he says not every soul is worth the same as other souls, right? Yeah. How does Jack Sparrow then not jump to, okay, well, then, when I send you Will Turner, he's a great guy. He's a really good person. His soul has to be worth more than one. His soul needs to be worth at least five. <laughs> like, like, it's a, so, it is 100 souls confirmation. Yeah, I know. I, I was, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't get why Jack Sparrow, the con man of all con mans, how does he not take the logic that he was setting up of, oh, your soul's worth so much more, and being like, okay, well, then I'm going to not necessarily find 100 people. I want to find people that have different values of their souls that I can then sell you. Um, but, yeah, so I like that idea that this fiend set, gives her essentially, okay, you need to go back up and, and send down uh, – I'm trying no, to think I what – I don't think they can be – yes, so 100 souls is very easy to get in D&D if you're considering, like, kobolds and all that shit as – soul-bearing creatures i think it should be a hundred like pcs like like a race like a playable playable race you know i don't think it should be like a hundred goblin souls because who gives a shit no one's gonna bat an eye at goblins being murdered i think i think it should be a hundred like people or a hundred half like there's a real a concrete race you know 
what if it's not even that? What if it's not a race? What if it's you need to send me 100 good souls? Like good people? Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Are they're, you sure they're, she's going to be lawful? Again, th- th- that doesn't go against the lawful. That like if if her rules are set up in a way, and so that becomes like her thing is like, it's not necessarily just about killing random people, because I think I think her honor and her code to it is, well, just because they're good doesn't mean that they don't deserve to die. Yeah, like, I like I like what you're. I just had an idea where you know I think we've discussed this before, but the best bad guys are evil characters in a movie don't view what they're doing as evil. So maybe she enjoys the second chance that she got because of this fiend. So she's viewing killing these good people as a favor. It's like, listen, by me doing this to you, you're going to become a part of this fiend who's going to give you another chance at life, and you're going to be stronger as a result of it. I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because maybe that's maybe that's what this fiend tells her, or maybe maybe she jumps to that conclusion herself. And and again, doesn't have to actually be true. But if she just sees like, no, like he he is helping, he is helpful. Like, and so, and and what I was even gonna say is maybe it is a thousand souls. Like, right? And maybe it's like, and that could actually be something that you track with the DM. It could be every kill you get, and that becomes her thing. It's like, no, 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 I need to get this kill. This let me do this. I need to be the one that finishes this off. This yeah. needs to be in in some way, shape, or form because of me. And, like, that's where it's, like, if she wants to become this tyrant and this ruler, if she's giving the order to kill people, if because of things she sets up and puts into motion, people die, I think that would count as well, right? Yeah, so that I think becomes, so, too. So, like, that's where it's, again, I don't think, I'm not afraid of it being, like, yeah, you have to kill a thousand people. A thousand people is what your, what will end your contract with this pit fiend. Um, <clears throat> and, and that's where it's, like, I would either say it's a hundred good souls, which means, okay, how do we want to go about determining good and what is that that specification? Or do we want it to be a thousand souls? <laughs> because a thousand is a lot to keep track of. And I don't, I mean, shit, in the campaign we've been playing for, what, almost two years now? A year and a half at least? Yeah. I don't think any one of us is even close to a thousand kills. <laughs> nope. Um, but, yeah, so that's where it's like, maybe... I think it should be so. I don't think this is anything that you and I have to spend like. No, yeah, I don't want to spend too, too much, much time on it. But. but I do think that it's a good conversation for the DM and the player to have who wants to bring this in. Yeah. Like, do you want it to be a hundred good souls, and you introduce PCs to me every once in a while, or NPCs to me every once in a while that are like just softball lobs? Like, hey, <laughs> here, here's your good person. Yeah. Figure out how to kill them and not piss the rest of your party off. Yeah. Like, you know, or do you want it to just be a thousand souls and call it a day? That's definitely a DM player conversation to have, but I think that I like the idea of that being a part of it, yeah. a part of this character's motivation. Yeah, that dynamic of it, it, it's it's literally a kill counter. <laughs> you yeah. Count how many people you're killing in this way, and that still only counts as one. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all of the Orlando Bloom movie references in this one episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So there, there, there's a there's essentially a contract. With this fiend that plays into the bond of I'm trying to pay off an old debt uh, uh, I owe a, a gracious benefactor, um, uh, and if someone's in trouble, I'm always ready to lend a hand. Um, I think again that 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 just kind of speaks to her lawful evilness of she she wants to use people and help have them help her build essentially a, a, a regime of some sort. To to 
empower herself, right? Because she still has yeah. the the ideal of if I become stronger, I can take what I want, what I deserve. Like she she is so used <laughs> she is so used to the patriarchy putting her down <laughs> and beating the shit. And it's like that that would make sense though. Like in any any type of especially like in in a D&D world where there's like, oh, this is the hierarchy of the law and order structure, whether it's a king or a ruler or a council, and you just work under them. And if she was constantly just biding her time, hoping to make it up to the top, and she tried to go about it the lawful way, the way that was built within their structure, and then she had one bad week and got her shit destroyed and ruined, not just on a physical, like, wow, she was killed, but I'm sure this noble just made a fool of her. Um yeah, it super embarrassed her. Yeah. And I think it's their strong motivation to leave. Like we discussed, they don't leave very often, but she was just so humiliated. Yep. She's like, I have to get well, out of here and I'm going to come back well, and because she, take this bitch over. Yeah, so she dies. So she's killed and sent to the Nine Hells or whatever, and then is sent back up. And that's when she's like, okay, I need to go. I need to go out and find one, this amulet, find this group. Find, maybe my, you know what? I'm going to find my dad and we're going to fucking come back and I'm going to take over this place <laughs> with his group. With like, maybe, maybe, so yeah, maybe that's what happens. His, her mom dies and on her deathbed, Gives her this sketch of this thing of the he had this amulet and here's what he looked like and all of this and they came down here at one point and they that was the closest the city's ever been to being overthrown was when they they ah. when they came in and blah blah and such so like okay I'm gonna go find those people and bring them back down here and whatever the DM wants maybe they're still out there adventuring and you know maybe she's maybe he's just really old now and not good <laughs> uh, at all at any of this uh, but she wants to find this amulet of the drunkard. Um, and yeah okay cool sweet so that's what we've got so far right so i'm pretty sure we've decided you know her mom dies yeah. gives her a picture of this amulet yeah. as it was your absent father's yeah. um go find it um she has a rough week because she just lost her mom noble embarrasses her yeah. and kills her whether it's on purpose or just beats her so bad she dies um due to some sort of mistake that she made doing her duties yeah um fiend finds her is like you've got something inside of you i can see that fucking brings her back um, but now she's in debt. She's got to get him either a hundred good souls or a thousand souls, depending on what you guys want to do. Yeah. Um, and then she's trying to find this amulet and find her dad to come back to overthrow the city and make it hers. Yeah. And, and then just build her own structure that will allow her. And so I think even in a group, in a group dynamic, she's the leader. She, 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 yeah, she's going to definitely try to be, she, she wants to set the, the standard of what we're doing, where we're going. How does this help me? Make sure I can pay off this debt and or find my dad. Those are my two things. I'm either doing one of those two, and even those feed into each other. Finding my dad will help me kill more people so I can overthrow this city and become the ruler. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right, sweet. So what's she look like? Um, so, Radurigar, they're pale-skinned, very, like, uh, uh, what does it say? It says that they're uh, typically gray. So they're a gray-skinned, about four and a half feet tall. So I'm going to say she's... Let's just say she's about average. So she's like four, four and a half. Let's say she's four foot five. Four <laughs> uh, foot five. Four foot five. Um, their physique is lean. Uh, blah blah blah. Life looks great. Black. Uh, their eyes are black and cold. Uh, does she have a beard? Because I know female dwarves. Uh, female dwarves are like likewise bald. Um, you said they're bald. Yes, all all Durgar are, are bald. They have beards, but they don't have any hair above their head. Uh, nice. Sounds like me soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says male Durgar doesn't have a wisp of hair above his ears, but uh, he may boast a short, wiry, iron gray or black beard. Um, 
wiry beard of yeah. yeah. Uh, the typical female Dorgar is likewise bald, but a few have short crop hair or dull black. What? Uh, but a few have short cropped hair of dull black. Oh, so she could have black hair. Um, I like that. Maybe she just has like a crew cut. She has okay, crew cut. Yeah, like a a, a crew cut, very very black. Uh, dark hair that is kind of like uh, uh, contrast her her pale gray uh, skin. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, so she has that. So she doesn't have a beard because female dwarves have beards, <laughs> uh, which I think okay. is great. Um, but yeah. All right. Cool. So that and then so she has this sketch and so she's trying to find an amulet and so she's a warlock. So she probably doesn't have much when she's sent back. Um. But she still has the sketch. I would say her clothes, like she has leather. Nah, yeah, she has gray. She has gray leather armor as well. Um, that is like has the 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 s- symbol of her city, of the underground Durgar city, which could be seen as like an evil kind of like bad thing to the wrong people above. The, you know, because they recognize like, oh, that's that city underground. Blah blah. blah. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's that's her only affiliation really with it because she worked for them and so that's like what was just the lowest tier of that and so she, gotcha. she she's probably not crazy fond of it but that's what she has currently, um, no real weapons I, I would say she has an axe she has like a, a little a small hand axe uh, of some sort because I think that's okay. that's what warlocks get um, as far as like weapons in the beginning and uh, yeah is she any good at throwing said hand axe probably not. Oh man, we got a teacher. Uh, <laughs> as as yeah, as you have you're throwing axes behind you. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I think we're good then. Sweet. Yeah. So instead of a crossbow, I went with the simple. I think a hand axe is a, is a simple weapon. But yeah, so she has two hand axes that she'll throw. But as a warlock, mainly doing Eldritch blast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And let me see, is there anything else yeah. that comes with it? I'm just trying to see if there's anything else for the description-wise that comes from these backgrounds. Um, I feel like... Uh, no, it's pretty much it. It's pretty good, yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe maybe when she's sent back from this fiend... Damn, they live a long time. Yeah, they, they, get, they get real. And that's, Average lifespan is 350 years. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think if she's maybe 120... Like that's still young. That is still yeah, for real. relatively the beginning of her of her life, and so she spent a hundred years or so, a hundred or maybe like uh, uh, eighty years in this patriarchal system yeah. that has just been shitting on her this whole time. So what's a hundred years to this fiend? Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. So he's like, oh, you still got like two hundred years left? Great. Uh, yeah, get back up there. Yeah. Send me some souls. I, you know, I, I can use I can use this a little bit. Um, <laughs> And well, let me see. Was there anything? Uh... So that's what, that's what I'm interested too. Like as far as like the like I said for the DM to decide this parentage, this this person she's trying to find that could be dead. Oh, then this amulet could be the only thing that's left. They they could still have the amulet. They could be an older dwarf themselves. That's in there. Like because dwarves live a couple hundred years too. Maybe it's much older now. Maybe he's not even a dwarf. Maybe he himself was like a halfling or something else or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Cool. So I think then now are we ready to well okay so I want to work on her voice <laughs> so this is one thing yeah one thing I want to try and do as well <clears throat> is practice like what that is and I don't know I was like 
I don't want it to be like a typical like, oh, this is a guy trying to do a female voice. <laughs> so well, I mean, she's also she's they're short and stout. So she's sure. going to have a deeper voice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a deeper female voice, which I feel like is hard to do, being as how you and I have um, zero training in voice acting. Bruh, I um, I do random voices by myself all the time. That is my vocal training. Um, let me see. No, so but the, no, I had an idea. So what I usually like to do when I try to get into like having a different voice and or doing different characters is having one line that they say that is their like their base. This is what, what I come back to and this is where I find this is when I get into it. Um, and I don't know why, but for her I thought it was well hello. Or but see like so it's well hello. Well hello. Well hello. Hello. Well hello. And like trying to find like just playing with that like and what it yeah. sounds like. And I don't know why when I first went to do this I thought of like southern <laughs> like a like a southern female like just like because that almost like her 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 attitude is is that of she, she has a traditional background and is 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 more i don't know like a uh like a southern lady that knows what she wants and she is very strict very stern yeah. and will very strong yes and will hit you with with a with a whip or not a whip, what's the, the switch? A switch. A switch. <laughs> like, she is like that grandma that would just be like, nope, not today. You are not fucking yeah. around today. You messed up. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. I'm going to hit your hand with a switch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and so, like, that's where at least my mindset kind of was for Donavir. Um, so, even, like, missed out for, like, oh, hello. No, see, I keep, I, I keeps going off at the end where I go back to that typical, um, I I don't want to spend too much time on this. (sighs) Well, it's up to you, man. I know. Maybe I'll just find it in the moment while I'm playing through it and different lines we're saying, and you'll you'll hear it fluctuate. (laughs) Yeah, we're not great. No, we never claim to be good. No. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I I can maybe I can maybe confidently do like three voices. (laughs) That's my repertoire. Yeah. So and well, and that's the thing too is I think as you're playing characters and stuff, and as you're you're figuring them out, it, it's fun just to kind of go back and forth and record yourself and listen to it, and and, and kind of go back to it and and hear like because for me I can mimic very well if I'm hearing something back. So like if you if you, you just record yourself talking and you get one line that you like, ooh, there it is, I found that voice. Listen to it, listen to it over and yeah. over and over and over again. Looks a little different than the last time we were here. Constantly under renovation. <laughs> There's a small stage in the corner. Still some weirdo playing with mice. Um, still seems to be only three, thankfully, so the health committee has allowed this to continue to go on. Uh, there are a couple of tables, all circle, all circular tables. Fit around four or five people, depending on the size of the person, uh, around each table. I was about a... It's about, you know... A, Maybe at twenty five percent capacity right now. Not too busy, but also not super a big a super lull. Um, there's a tall man, half orc behind the bar, serving things up, slinging ale, having some good conversation with the locals. Um, lighting's good. Lighting seems to improve since the last time. You know, you can see people's facial expressions for a change. It feels just a little better than the last time we were here. Um, and and in walks this female. Drugar. And what does she do? Uh, she's grateful to be out of the sun. 
<laughs> and in a, a more, well, brightly lit, still dim environment, and kind of just looks around and nonchalantly just kind of walks up to the bar and tries to get the attention of the bartender. The bartender gives her a weird look. Uh, not sure how to interpret what has just walked into his establishment. But nonetheless, still a customer, paying customer, he hopes. So he walks over to her and says, uh, Can I help you? Hi, yes. I am, well, as you could guess, uh, new in town. And, uh, what is the name of this city? This, the name of the city? Yeah. Podcastria. Ah. Uh, very, <clears throat> very, uh, interesting name. Okay, um, how, how do I go about finding uh, an individual? What is the best way to do... I have a sketch. I have this drawing, and uh, she sets it on the table. I, I don't know... I don't... I pick it up. Oh, okay, uh, what, hey, 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 okay. Careful with that. I'll be careful. I hold it up to the light. Look at it. This is a this is a, a drawing. Yes. Of what? Could, what? What is it? It's a. I'm looking for that man, and I need to find him. And I would appreciate any help you can maybe give me. This is a man. I thought this was, this was a picture of an amulet. <laughs> He's wearing an amulet. Yes, but. Oh. My confusion. That That is one of the more defining features of it, but it was a sketch that was given to me of a very important person to me. And well, uh, uh, you know, to answer your question, the best way to find a person is to know their name. Do you know uh, his name? Well, no, I don't. I do not. And I would appreciate it if you gave me the drawing back now. Oh, here. Um, well, is there not some sort of service or, or, I mean, this is a a tavern, yes? You have people that come and go out of here and people that talk. Do you recognize that man? Or that amulet? Have you seen that? I, 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 in all of my experience, I've never seen something that looks quite like that. Well, you also, if I'm being honest, don't look very experienced. She didn't even know where you were when you walked in here. Yes. But, uh, I'm assuming you don't get many, uh, of my type in this area, so... Yeah, you're not wrong. Well... People, uh, people are watching us right now, but you know, you're still a customer and it's not my place to pass judgment. Yes, I, I guess I will need a place to stay, um, Especially since it is so bright outside currently. Um, would you... Do you have rooms here? Yeah, we have rooms. Okay, good. And uh, are there any... I don't know... Folks that come in and out of this tavern looking for work? Or looking for... Potentially something that... Uh, I don't know... Might get them killed? Oh yeah, this is a hot spot for uh, adventuring meetups. People, uh, you know, they post on each other's walls and buildings and stuff, and they meet here, and it seems every grand adventure begins in this place. Ah, well, that's, well, that is very good to know. I, um, 
hope to find some people than to help me find this individual in this amulet. So if you... Uh, is there anyone well, currently here that you think might be of use? Yeah. He gestures down at the bar and points at a... Um, like a three-foot-tall halfling. <laughs> hey, that guy always... You, gotta, you know, don't judge him by his size, but uh, a lot of spunk, that one. <sighs> but, uh, you know, if you're... Uh, if I'm being honest, you can just sit yourself in a corner with a drink and just listen, and I'm sure you'll someone will be talking about something you could interject yourself into. Yes, well, see, you know, what I'm trying to do is have people join me and uh, come with me on... Well, finding this, and perhaps following me elsewhere, and trying to just, well, you know, I don't know, what, 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 is, it, what is it when people adventure or go out? What is it ever that motivates them besides, you know, this end goal of some sort? And, uh, well... Well, you gotta sell it, right? No one's gonna go with you just for nothing. You know, is that, uh, is that thing that you're searching for, what's it worth? You know, you gotta make... It's uh, appealing to anyone and everyone, and then just t- talk to people. What? You, d- you did never tell me. What is that? The thing that that you're looking for? The, 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 the I have no idea. I don't know. It's it's a defining feature of this man that uh, I need to find, and well, that's all I know of it. And as far as I know, it could just be a family heirloom of his, or it could be something, well, that gives him a little bit more... I don't know. Well, that's not very interesting. Do you want something to drink, or what? Yes. Go... Go get me a drink, and I'll sit here and I'll think for a bit, and I'll give you a pitch when you come back. All right. I'll be right back. And I walk away, and I go start pouring a, a mead for Donavir. Taking my time, because I'm unsure of a what the hell is exactly going on? I check on the other patrons at the bar in the meantime, make sure everyone's good. Drinks are at least half full. Uh, and I return uh, return with my the uh, mead. And I set it down and I go, Here, uh, I don't do this often, but this first one, and only this first one, is on the house. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, what, what What's your name, good bartender? My name is Bartender. First name Bar, last name Tender. I like it. Exactly. Very, very creative. Thanks. I, I want to start again with you. I have a grand quest for this magical artifact that is owned by this, assumed to be very now olden individual that has allowed him to live this long. It grants more life. Yes, in a way that we don't quite understand yet. And we need to find him to perhaps procure this and, well, recreate it. Because who doesn't want to live just a little bit longer? I do. Exactly. So, I, I don't have much in the way of gold currently, but I can promise... That once we find this, and once we get around to convincing this individual to let us study it a little bit more, well, I'm sure there'll be some gold in all of that. And anyone that might help me along that way, they definitely will have 
some share to it, and as well as just the excitement of being a part of something that can, well, affect so many people. So you're saying I, you've got a, uh, uh, you're working on something that can offer me gold, a grand adventure, and a longer life? I mean, if everything goes right. Well, fuck. I take my apron, I throw it on the ground, stick my head behind the bar. Terrence, I quit. <laughs> Maid lady, I'm coming with you. Well, good. It's good to know that that, uh, that, that bitch is so appealing. But, uh, I, 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 I don't know if you really have what I'm, uh, I'm looking for. And I'd hate to take you away. I mean, what is an adventurer with the name of Bartender? You, you. Well, I already, I already, I already quit. Oh, I, I think, I think Terrence would take you back. Plus, you can have my axe. Well, I already have an axe. What else? Can yeah, you... but I'm much bigger than yours. Well, mine's heavier. That's so. Well, uh, why don't you show me that that halfling over there? Yeah. Either convince him to join us or kill him. If you oh. can do either of those two, then you're more than welcome to come with. Well, I'm not going to kill him. He's well, then, then convince him to join us. I don't think it'll take much. Hey, Timmy, do you want to go on an adventure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. You got me and Timmy. Well, look at that. Day one, and I already have two people willing to to join me on this grand adventure. Um, I'm going to probably take the rest of the day upstairs. Can you still give me access to one of those keys? Oh. Yeah. I stick, I'm sure I could. I stick my head back into the manager's office and go, Terrence, I, I'll be back at work in 24... I quit tomorrow. <laughs> and I, uh, I get a room to a, a, a key to a room and I hand it to you. Uh, here you go. It's uh, number five upstairs. That's the number five on the front of the door. Uh, yes, that, that would make sense. I, uh, I appreciate this. And, uh, I'll see you this evening, then. Yeah, I'll be here. Very well. Uh... Just let me know when you want to go, and I'll quit again. <laughs> You're too kind, Bar. Uh, but I appreciate your your excitement and your your energy. And here, I actually I, I'm changing my name now. Oh, are you? Yeah, it's gonna be Adventurer. First name Advent, last name Purr. Advent. I'm gonna call you Addy. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is upstairs. I'm going to sketch this little uh, amulet a little bit better and uh, perhaps then you can hold on to that and you can start showing that to people yeah I'll show people your drawings I'm not very good at drawing perhaps what you can do for me in this time right now is find someone that can uh, replicate this and then uh, we'll have something to to start looking for because this I don't want to only have one Yeah, if it's that important, we should have multiple copies. I'll find ourselves. I'll, uh, I'll find. I think a, a sketch artist as soon as. Uh, I'll ask everyone. Good. Well, I'll be up in room five taking a nap. All right, you. If you need anything, uh, just holler. Mm. Will do. Thank you, Addy. Oh yeah. And she walks upstairs. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> My jaw hurts. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I really found the voice. I just ended up talking softly. <laughs> um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't like a forced female voice, though. I think it was good. I think it was as well, good as it could have been. Yeah, and 
I decided to like again. I, I think I think there should be more of a southern draw and more like assertiveness. Like, and that's where I was like, I, she's just very confident and manipulative in a way. And that's where I think that's the one thing too about evil characters. Like, always oh, kind of comes back is like, what what can I get other people to do for me? Like, and, yeah. and that's I don't I don't know. I, I like that about about especially if she's like she's already delegating, right? She's already trying to get other people to do other things to help her be be going towards her goal while she's not doing anything um yeah so yeah i <laughs> oh i, I want to keep playing her like because the whole thing too is like this this first thing that they're looking for it doesn't it's not gonna be the first thing they actually do they need gold first so they need yeah. to find something else to go out and and be able to then have some funds so that they can try and find it and i think i think she definitely would lie about it because he he brought up i mean who, who the the adventurer, formerly known as Bar, brought up a very, a very good um, point of, well, how are you going to sell this to people? How you, and like, I, I think that is something she didn't even think about. One, also, I didn't think about. But the character, too, like we, we kind of discussed, like this was her first day here now back in the city, right? Like, so she she's just been killed. She just got this contract. And she's still kind of taking it all in and trying to figure out what the fuck she needs to do. And... Yeah. So she was just like, I need to find this thing. I need to find this guy. Because if I find this guy, he, he will allow us to go back down to the city and I'll be able to overtake people and I'll be able to, along the way, just kill all these people. And if I, whoever I haven't killed by then, I can just do in the city. Because once it's time mm-hmm. to get back to that city, those royals and those nobles and those people down there, each one of them will be so much better um, to, yeah. to kill. And I think she, that, that was her only thought. And so... Then when she's like, I need someone to help me with this, people are like, why? Why Why am I going to help you with this? Well, what about, what the fuck? Why do I care? So she yep. instantly resorts to lying. <laughs> instantly, res- She has no idea what this amulet does. She has no idea what where, where it can lead or what they yeah. can do from it. But if she can make a lie for enough people, like, because imagine that turn, too. Like, the one thing, too, I love about characters that I always want to try and do, and that actually um, I was trying to do with the character we played, or I'm playing currently, is having secrets from the party. Having secrets from everyone else that they don't know that you yeah. discover along the way. Because imagine that twist. Imagine that turn if you have this character in your group that has been telling you this whole time, if we find this amulet, I, I have someone that can help us recreate what it does. And it, like this, this guy's lived forever. There's these tales of him and like all of this. And this is the sketch that we came across and blah, blah, blah when I was doing all these studies. And, and then you get to him and she's just like, fuck you, dad. Fuck you. And fuck you, yeah. <laughs> You need to help me, and it's like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> and then this amulet, she has no idea what it does. And then like, but hopefully, again, by then, she will have convinced these people to be with her so much, or or even just indebted to her, right? She wants to get him on. She wants to get them on her side. And yeah. and then the other thing too is she's always willing to lend a hand, always willing to help, always willing to like. It's because she she like instantly like I said flip that. Oh, cool. Yeah, I helped you with. Even fuck it, your leaky roof. Yeah, cool. But now you owe me. Come with me. Help me. Like do this stuff and like. Yep. So I don't know. That would be the secret, though. That would be like, make up some lie, make up some grand thing that this amulet does to help you get to to finding it and getting people on your side with that. And then, <laughs> boom, you find it and you get there and they're like, nope, never mind. This was actually a thing. And even if they're dead, even if that person's dead, like you can be sad a little bit because I don't know, a distant relative, like. Someone you were trying to find to figure out who you are, if you then get there and realize they're dead, there's emotions there. There's that idea yeah, of like, oh, jeez, sure. I didn't know this person. But yeah, so I think that'd be fun to have that flip and that reveal. Um, and then maybe she's not as upfront about wanting to go back to this Duergar city again. Like, I think she plays everything very close to the chest. And once you earn her trust, 
and she can show like once she thinks she can show you that she is a little evil, then then she'll show you that she'll show you her grand plan of killing having to kill all these people, and wanting to return and overthrow her city. Um, yeah. But until then, I think she's just trying to build a group up, and that's where it's like for sure wherever wherever you want her episode zero to be it doesn't have to be in a bar. It could just be walking down. Like maybe it's just boom, there's hellfire, and she's back in the middle of the city, and people are just looking at her, and she's just a little like burnt and just like, like a Terminator, kind of yeah. And so she's just like I don't. Uh, and like, then then there she is. That's just how she appears, and she's just, and so she needs help right then, and then just like, people like your lawful good, whatever, can be like, oh hey, I'm here, and well, are you okay? Do you need healing? I can help with that. Like, and yeah. just, yeah, and yeah, I think that's fun. I, I think, I think she has a good layer of secrets to her. Um, I think she has an interesting look, and I think, again, I, I, the the evil characters for me, especially the one we ended up building last week. And now this one—it's the subtleties of it. It's the the little definitely always the the evilness to her is her end goal of one having to just kill people, um, yeah, and wanting to overthrow a city. And, and I think what she'll learn to eventually is maybe it doesn't have to be that Durgarn city. She just wants to be a leader. She has all this years working under nobles and working under these people, and now that she actually has some power and she actually can take what she's always felt like she deserved through these this aggressive magic. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that that that'll be fine. And then, uh, so the one thing we didn't even go into, and I, we're we're done now. We'll go into the the end part of this. But for Durgar, they have little uh, innate magic things they can do. They can okay. at will turn themselves invisible or enlarge themselves. <laughs> it's just an innate, and so like, yeah, <laughs> it's just that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So and it's it's a once per day like one off type thing. But like, imagine like in a, like, I, I feel like she has an angry side to her that she can just take out. Like, they will just come out, and, like, and she just, poof, just, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, this is an, All right. this is another fun fun character that uh, would be fun to play, Donavir. Donavir Palestone. Okay. Donavir Palestone is a Pale, fun character. Palestone. Uh, we encourage all of you to give it a shot. Let us know what you discover, what you think um, some motivations are, and how they play out in a, in a campaign. Let us yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, and definitely like with 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 even within building this character, if there's something that like you don't think we got right, <laughs> and you think no, 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 that doesn't make any sense. You should have done this, this, or this, or look at this background. It makes. Let us know. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, you guys suck. Quit your podcast. Okay. Also, yeah, tell us that we <laughs> we will take all criticism and critiques. Um, and cry. Yeah, I mean, well, that's fine. Well, we have we have a, a different podcast that's set up for that. Just us crying. <laughs> yes. But the best way to reach out to us is through Gmail, which is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and, yeah, we are excited to hear your thoughts on this, as well as uh, if you want to take this character and run with it, tell us how you used it in a campaign or in a one-off or in any way, shape, or form. Let us know. But, Jake, are we also on social media? Well, Nathan, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, we are. If you want to compose your story and or... <laughs> criticism into a uh wait how many characters is it now on twitter it's not 160 it's 100 no it was 160. Twitter 160 i think it's 240 now or something they increased oh, it shit. i don't know social media is dumb um but <laughs> on twitter it's at rng underscore pc also yes. that's our instagram where we will upload i'm assuming this character sheet as well as on facebook uh we'll have it up there um for you guys to be able to pull it down and yeah, and also if you want to reach us out to us on there, um, any fan art we get of these characters, also I would definitely love to put up on our Instagram, um, oh, absolutely, and and just put up there. And I mean, 
this is only episode, what, five? So at this point, we probably don't have much. But if you want to put some of your art out there, fuck, we will share it <laughs> and put it up there. And, and uh, yeah, so that's definitely the best ways to reach out to us. Uh, but, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's it. Cool. And then uh, if you guys have any suggestions for us to try and build out as characters, uh, we always come in with a few top-tier, uh, what we call characteristics, um, that you think work really interesting well together, or you think wouldn't work together at all, and would completely stump us and make it impossible for us to make a functioning character, send it to us. <laughs> send it yes. to us, and, and we will take that, and we will make a character that we will have fun playing, at the very least. So therefore, oh, it would yeah. mean at least somebody else out there would have fun playing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so send that over to, again, RNG underscore PC, uh, that is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or our Gmail, which is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Yeah. That's all for us, folks. Yep, that's, that's it for this week. So, guys, just remember to keep rolling and keep playing. Stay safe out there. See ya. Bye.